I had to have a nice little conversation with somebody yesterday. Mm-hmm. Made it very clear to them that they were going against what I and the boss had already agreed to. And I had to have that conversation with Mike because Mike was a part of it. And I was like, um, excuse me, Mike, you were there for this conversation. Yeah. And he tried giving me a bunch of BS excuses. And I was like, I, I don't want an excuse. I'm like, I, we can put him on the phone right now and I can straight up ask him with, with you right here. And, and we can sit there and be like, hey, this is the deal we made, right? Because it's like. This isn't easy. I mean, the numbers are huge. Like, the numbers are just massively huge. Mm-hmm. But the logistics and everything I have to put together for this, I have to put it together, and I have to put it together right. And I want to put it together quick. I would like, before summer is over, to be started on this thing and to be on the road to not be um, trucking, period. Yeah. I'm just, I'm sick of it. I, I just really am. I, I'm, I miss going out and, dra- and traveling around, mm-hmm. but I'm just watching my equipment slowly be destroyed. I, I just, I want out i want to be done i want to be i'm just so frustrated right now it's like part of me misses the road the other part of me doesn't want to be in my own equipment because it's so jacked up can't open i can't open my glove box i can't do anything in my truck that and like just all little things that i normally can do that i can't do now just really frustrate me and i'm just like hmm yeah i i just don't want to deal with it anymore i i miss it don't get me wrong. I mean, what was your favorite trip that we went on, honestly? Oh. Um, what? You're not being... It doesn't look like you're being picked up. Okay, but I literally am. Okay. No worries. So of all the trips that we've gone on, what do you think was your favorite? Probably the one um, with the girls up for the... The fair. Okay. Was it? It was the same trip that we took them to the Utah Salt Flats, right? I Salt think so. I think it was like all the same run. So Yeah, I think we only went out with them really like one time. Yeah. And went, we went to the Salt Flats. I remember that we went to the the fair mm-hmm. um, in New York. Um, yeah, it was amazing. Uh, and we had the... Um, what was it? I think we were we were at one of the the places that's got all of the restaurants in it and everything and like a couple little stores. It would have like a Roy Rogers. Oh, oh yeah, one of the travel plazas. Travel plaza. We yeah. were at a travel plaza and we had a tornado scare. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh we had to get out of there. Yeah, it was nuts. That's right. I forgot about that. Holy crud. Yeah, I remember yeah. you left to go to the bathroom. And then you came back and you're like, hey, hey, come, come over here. <laughs> I have to tell, I have to tell you something. We have don't, to go. Don't freak out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have to leave right now. Yeah, we went north. We went so like we went quick north too. Yeah, yeah. to get the heck away from it. That's right. It was West Virginia. Mm-hmm. So that, I forgot all about that. That was <laughs> that was a very crazy ass trip. Holy remember, cause we crap! Were, we yeah, were getting ready to leave. And Lily caught the vibe very fast mm-hmm. and was like, what's happening? Yeah. You remember we when the lightning was me. hitting, we were we were watching it and we were watching the rain change directions. Yeah, because because no, what happened is that you came, you said, hey, we got to leave it, like within the next couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. And then the rain started and you said, I'm sorry, we have to leave right now. Yep. I changed my mind. And like 
what was it? It was like 20 minutes later, it touched down behind right, like five yeah. miles from where we were. So it was like, nope. Yeah, you can look up at the sky and you start noticing things and you're like, <laughs> wait a second. Um, those clouds are going in a circular um, <laughs> direction and so is the rain. And then you sit there and we started getting a little whoomp when you, when you get that wind that hits the side yeah. of your trailer. And we were empty. Yeah. So yeah, so it was like so we no, felt Lily, that Lily was too smart for that. So we were we were mm-hmm. on our way out, and she was like, "Hey, you know, what's what's going on?" Yeah, right. <laughs> I was what's, like, "What's happening right uh, now?" Well, you can tell me. No, no, you can tell yeah, me. Yeah, no, no, and I knew better. So, and we got a, how far did we get before you told her? Because I know she got it out of you. It wasn't it was, me. It was literally like five minutes after we left. Okay, yeah, I was like, "No, <laughs> Daddy knows a tornado's coming," and I was right. I was a hundred percent right. I was like, "Hmm." But you don't tell truckers that because truckers don't listen. You know, they're just, yeah. oh, somebody's trying to take a parking space. Well, uh, yeah, they. I remember that was well, the... Well, something's going to take the parking yeah. space. <laughs> yeah, half the Loves building <laughs> is what ended up taking it. So, holy crud, yeah. So, yeah, that was... And that was a good trip. We got to go to the fair. We went to uh, the New Jersey State Fair, mm-hmm. which was just amazing, right? It wasn't big. Like, California State Fair is bigger. And the Texas State Fair is even more massive than that. And that's coming yeah. up. Um, but it was, it was beautiful. It was just the way that it, way, yeah. the way that it was done. I really enjoyed it. So, huh, and I liked being able to go see the Statue of Liberty and all, yeah. all of that. So yeah, that's, see, that's the stuff I miss about trucking. What I don't miss is this ridiculous amount of BS that I have to deal with right now. And it's you like, what I don't miss hmm. having to re stack pallets. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, we, they, sh- they don't do this. They're not doing this crap on the road. Yeah. We did it because it was under Oleg, and Oleg was nuts. But, you know, for those of you who don't know, I cut my teeth with crazy Russians breaking the law every single week, yeah. right? We were running, you know, oh, well over 80,000 pounds. We were mul- running multi-stack LTL loads, and we were just doing some crazy-ass stuff to make everything fit and work. But the money was was good. In all honesty, at the end of the day, I was yeah. making more money running for him than I've ever made since. Um, because after everything, I wasn't you know, I was taking home, um, you know, four grand a week right there with him. Yeah. And or four or six grand sometimes. Um, and I wasn't paying for a truck or anything else. And so that was all nice. And. Yeah, versus now I have my own truck and, you know, I'm lucky if they're breaking the numbers that they need to break. And I'm just I had to sit and go off on somebody yesterday because it was just it was absolutely ridiculous. I was like, you know, what do you care about? What do you actually care about? Mm-hmm. Don't you know, because don't don't lie to me. And it's like, oh, I, that's, a, you know, and don't think it's a condescending question. That's a li- literal question. What motivates you? Yeah, it's like that's a valid question. What motivates you? Because I get up like you went with me and you were there when I did several real runs and mm-hmm. I would sleep three hours. Yeah. Right. Bust up, do twelve hundred, thirteen hundred, fourteen hundred miles a day. Mm-hmm. Right. Again, working for crazy Russians and, you know, and and repeat. And I would do that for two weeks, come home and my entire family was taken care of. Yeah. So what's your motive what's your motivation what do you care about you know i i see this with people all the time we had we had somebody that you know and let's get our podcast started here good morning welcome to the morning grind on the stupid podcast on everything where i'm joey and i'm nikki and we talk about everything because everything's stupid so yeah i used to run illegally and i don't have a problem saying that now because i don't care i don't care if i ever go on the road again 
um, right now. And it was it was just crazy to me that, number one, I ran harder than my boss. Like, he, he yeah. sat there, he goes, oh, nobody runs harder than me, Joey. Nobody runs harder than me. And I'm like, oh, bet. Yeah. Right? And I and I did. I did. And you know how we know I, I remember did? remember that. Yeah. I was coming out of freaking New York. He was coming out of East Rutherford, New Jersey. We were both heading back to Sacramento, and I beat him. Mm-hmm. I beat him hands down. He had a literal six-hour head start. And I, by the time we were there, I was we were in uh, I was in California. Yeah, you weren't riding with me at that one. Um, but I was in California. I think you were at the house though when I came home, and yeah. I was I was a good eight hours ahead of him. No, by I the remember time. you looking looking back at where uh, where he was and mm-hmm. seeing how far he was away. Yeah, and, and, and mocking him. Called him up right there. Like, yo, bitch, I'm home. Where the hell are you? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. what the hell are you still in Nevada for? Oh. No, you machine, you machine, you know? Yeah, because it's like, that's that's how I ran. That's how I wanted to run. That's how I went. And it's like, but I took care of my stuff, you know? And it's like, you know, I I don't have that right now. And that's that's what's frustrating to me. Like, okay, doing a one-day run for 2,700 bucks. There. It it took me getting involved for that. It's a one-day run for $2,700. Why did I have to get involved? Why? You know what to look for? You have access to more tools than I do. Yeah. So and I'm just like, and then we had Jonathan and we, and Todd, and I can go down a list of people yeah. that, that I've, uh, Curtis, you know, you try to give people opportunities. People say, oh, if I only had the opportunity, none of you effers can say that crap. I don't, I doubt that with everybody. Everybody who tells me anymore is like, oh yeah, you don't know how hard it is. No, no, no. I, I'm going to, I'm going to say this. If you know me and you've needed help and I've offered you help and you didn't take the help, I don't want to hear it. Right. Mm-hmm. Because like Curtis, he could be driving right now. He could be driving yeah. right now. Even if he was driving for another company, he'd be making $1,500 a week. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and what's he doing? What's he doing? He's working landscaping for some podunk little city yeah. in, in uh, Northwest Texas. Doesn't, doesn't talk to us. Knows we have the podcast. So if you're listening, sorry, buddy, but it's the truth. Gave you three different chances. And this last one I was like, that's it. You're gone. You had a free place to live. Could have got your license, gone to a school you, right now, right now. If you would have just done that when you, cause you were here when we first lived here, mm-hmm. when we first moved here, that means that today be out on your own. You'd be making $1,500 a week, not $1,400 a month. Yeah. You know? And it's like, and that's in a bad market. Look, if I was single right now, trucking is the way to go. If you're mm-hmm. single, trucking is the way to go. In fact, you know, I, I just want to say this. Um, on Reddit, there was somebody and I gave them the I gave them the advice and they were absolutely grateful for it. There was a guy and I'll, I'll go ahead and read it here. And uh, he said I can just post them the link. So I'll make sure I paste them the link for this one. He says, 28 years old, just did 10 years in prison and have no life skills or job experience. What now? Literally, the guy basically was in a car and he was uh, I'll just read it. Says I did 10 years in prison uh, in prison at 18 years old and was arrested for being in a car full of people. And a shootout happened I had nothing to do with, but gang laws are gang laws, so it doesn't matter. It's associative, right? Um, And was simply there in the back seat, labeled as a gang member, see, and accomplice. Ten years later, I was let out because it was determined that I had nothing to do with it and shouldn't serve time anymore or serve any more time. Well, it's because the laws change. So, yeah, so that's good for you, man. Um, And it says, I'm blessed and have dreamed about changing my life and living quietly as as 
as a productive member of society. The problem is I can't seem to find a job and I have no job experience or life skills. Most most days the world out there seems way harder than the world in there. So where do I start? So I told him straight out. I was like, look, dude, you know, and this is a okay bathroom. <laughs> so um, and, I, and, and I said, and I'll expand on it a little more. Swift, KLLM, CRST, Werner, um, Knight, there's so many companies that are out there, trucking companies, uh, Western Express, um, that will take somebody with no experience. You go, you sit, and you drive, and you drive for them for two years. And at the end of two years, <clears throat> excuse me, at the end of two years, you're making more money with them than most people with a college degree. Okay, so you can literally, and after end of two years, you can be sitting and making as a company driver two thousand to twenty five hundred dollars a week. Right then. And it doesn't matter what your background is. It doesn't matter your criminal background. Brokers aren't going to not take you because of your criminal background. So, you know, take take a job as a trucker. Those are fine. You know, the people that I have problems with are the people who are out there as truckers who are making trucking difficult for everybody else. Right. Those are the people that we need to have problems with right now. I was a, I worked for, you know, a crazy company and I worked like I said for crazy Russians that's where I cut my teeth and it was my opportunity but now I wouldn't do stuff like that right because realizing we were taking you know multi-stack cheap loads illegally um, we were mixing hazmat and non-hazmat yeah. stuff stuff like that don't get me wrong I'll take LTL all day every day right which mm -hmm. for those of you who don't know LTL means less than truckload uh, basically you'll take several different loads and we had loads where we would go to cross docks and you go drop off part of the load at a cross dock, yeah. go dump out a load, come back to the cross dock, grab the rest of the load, go finish the next load. And man, we were running that all day, every day. Oh, and they yeah, loved me. Oh yeah. No, they did. Cause you're a little short thing and you just like friggin' move like lightning. Work my ass you, off. you were outclassing a team of three Indian guys in a truck next to us at a Costco warehouse building the salamis for the inventory <laughs> literally the boxes of salami were different places so you're rebuilding the inventory which was not bad because we ended up with like what four boxes of extra salami yeah and meats left over when we were done with that three oh, drop so what would happen is that we would go to these uh cross talks and have like two pallets of one mm -hmm. thing that i had to break down and sort out by the skew to go to three different places right. or however many different places. Mm -hmm. And yeah. there were several times that someone would come by to check my work and try to say that I did it wrong and I didn't. Yep. Oh yeah. No, and that was it was great cuz that guy was almost he was just a little bit taller than you. I remember yeah. that. He was hilarious. He was, he was short. Yeah, he was very short and he and he sat there and he that one guy and he was just watching you just build everything. He's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I drive." Yeah. Like I pay her 200 God, bucks every time love, she comes out with me. It's like I drive. I that's the those are the I you know what? those ones where I would be I would be fueling or mm -hmm. I would be out checking the tires. Yeah. And you would just stand back and watch watch yep. me do whatever I'm doing and someone would be like, "Oh man, you just going to let her do all that work?" Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm paying her for. That's literally what I would Even say. Even when you weren't yeah. paying me. Oh yeah, but it was like but it was like yeah, and then we when you know, we basically we got into our relationship we still go out and still doing it. You know what? I miss that. That's that's what I miss. I miss because we're out there and we're doing that stuff and our relationship was solid because it was built on work, you know? Yeah. And it's like and honestly you and I were in better shape back then than than we are right now. Yeah. If we're if we're gonna be brutal about it, you know. So I, I don't know. Maybe we need to to look at that. But and if we can figure out a way to like take this whole thing mobile 
<laughs> do <laughs> do podcasts out there and like have like recording that have the on air light in the front of the thing and just start recording for the uh podcast while we're in there that would be absolutely funny yeah. so i'm i'm not against it i i don't know i'm right now look i just i'm i'm at this place where i'm like i i don't get it I, everybody who's who's i'm sitting i'm i'm frustrated i am i'm so frustrated the stuff that i was going to read i'm, I'm not even going to read because like okay here so we have a lot of friends here in in, in palestine right mm-hmm. and they're 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 what I've learned here is is and I'm going to say this or anybody listen y'all are lazy y'all are just a bunch of lazy full of talk no action mother effers and I can't stand it mm-hmm. it absolutely drives me crazy I had one guy sat there and that was I was talking he was like yeah I'm going to go out and go do some deer hunting and he goes and I'm like oh okay cool well if you need it dressed up let me know afterwards I'm like you feel dress it come back I'll butcher it down you want it down to and he's like really I'm like yeah you want it down to primals or you want it down to final cuts I'll do it whatever you want you know how to do all that, bro? Do you see my knives? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, okay. Well, yeah." And he goes, "He goes, well, well. If you're good at that stuff, man, you could make a living." And I'm like, "Yeah, well, you know." He's like, "No, there are guys that make like two, three hundred thousand dollars a year just doing that as a one man operation." And I'm like, "I'm down. I'd be a totally." And he's like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll. I got a buddy here. We'll get a place. We'll get, you know." This stuff. I'm like, "You yeah. know, if you're gonna do that." I'd love you to do that, but I'd love to be able to have a little restaurant with it, a little bistro, you know, something that I'd be able to open, which, by the way, our new little bistro here, um, I think they're having problems. So um, I'm not surprised or anything, but on the side note, they're selling some of their kitchen equipment and it says, you know, price to sell. And I knew it was them because I messaged them because I was like, hey, is that a natural gas, you know, adapter on that? And I'm like, and where is it at? And they're like, oh, it's here and it's us. And I was like. Huh. So they're selling like forty two hundred dollars worth of equipment. So that's a red flag right there. Yeah. So but, you know, whatever, whatever. And it's like, yeah, but they're not doing anything for marketing, but whatever. And I'm sitting here and I'm looking at everything and I'm going with these people and I'm like, okay, people, you know, and and then he's like, yeah, let's do this. Let's do it. I'm like, great, let's do it. Let's go check out the place. Boom. Disappeared. Ghosted. Right. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, then we have somebody else. And I respect this person. I respect this person a lot. But was sitting there talking about, you know, we need a new chamber of commerce out here. We need something better for businesses. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm down. Mm-hmm. I'm down. I built a chamber of commerce. I literally, the Rancho Cordova Chamber of Commerce was collapsing. And I came in and I literally helped build that thing back up. I let the the interim um, you know, head of the chamber take the credit for it. But she didn't even have it. I think she had a GED was all she ever had to her mm-hmm. name, had no idea how to actually do things. And I built that up. I built the memberships up in such a big way. I mean, down to they they had renewals that just weren't being done and they weren't. And it's like, I'm I'm down. Let's do it. I will literally have. And I set up a sinking Facebook group, uh, you know, for for the freaking Chamber of Commerce, because I was like, oh, let's let's just set one up. And guess what? I've had like a half a dozen people just join a dead group of nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, people are thirsty for this stuff so let's do it and how many times have i reached out to her and said let's make it happen yeah and how many and sh- nope not gonna and then it doesn't happen i have all these people that want to do all these different things and it's like and then none of them follow up and none of them follow through and it's like forget it you know you people out here are just i i and it's not just out here it's everywhere so when i sit here and i look and i'm and i get these people with advice you know and they're like oh you know you know what to do my parents are kicking me out i'm 28 years old and and, uh, you know, I don't have a job or any education or anything. And I don't know why they're kicking me out. I'm, I know my Fortnite career is going to take off. Oh, my God. No, it is not. Yeah. Like, seriously. And it's like with this guy, I sat there and I threw back to him. I was like, I was like, yo, bro, bro, look, look at trucking. This is where you where it is. 
you know, and if you're interested in it, this is the way you do it. You get onto a good company, you give them out your life for a couple of years, and at the end of it, if you want to go up a step, you go and get your own truck and become an owner operator. If you're going to do that, cool, but know that you're not going to make, you know, sky high money that you think you're going to make. So, you know, that's just, that's the way, the way that it is. But, but you can make a good living. You can easily pull six digits a year as a trucker, if nothing else. If you get an, in, real, in a relationship, your partner gets with you in the truck, you can go even more and you can get even higher on it. But if you, you know, and, and when one of you gets incapacitated for what reason or the other, then the other one is still able to go. So it's mm-hmm. always good things to have there. But it's a team. And if you're not a team, then you're alone. And it's like, and that's just, that's where it is. So it's like, yep. but... But people, I, I don't, I'm sick of it. People who are like, oh, why, why is, look, why, why is my college tuition so much? Number one, you were never blindsided by how much your college tuition is, was. I think it's disgusting. I it, honestly, college now costs so ridiculously much more than it did when I went to college. Okay. I think that, that for me going to Sac State, I honestly think it cost me about 20 grand a year. And that's mm-hmm. with, and, and tuition wasn't the most expensive part. Honestly, the books that I had to buy were the most expensive part. Yeah. You know, tuition, I think, was $12 a unit, right? That's nothing. And it was like my dorms, the dorms were like, for me staying in the dorms, like 800 bucks a month. You know, it was like, it was 800 and I think I got like a 200 subsidy or something like that. So it was like $600 a month that I actually had to pay for it. And it was like, cool. And... Now there are thousands of dollars a month for the dorms. The books are absolutely astronomically union printed and out and out the window. And why the hell does tennis have a book, you know, that you never read? In yeah. fact, you know, that was a thing that was the biggest scam. That's one of the biggest scams in college. I even had it. I had a professor that uh, for my marketing classes and it was literally he would come around. You would he, you opened up the book. He signed the na- his name and the date on the book closed the book and sat there and, and one person had that book without that page in it. He kicked them out to go get another book because they went to the used bookstore because he was the writer of the book. He was the author. And so he was getting his money for the book sales. So wow. the books were the biggest scam. And it's like, so when people are like, Oh, we want to make college tuition free tuitions, not the most expensive part of it. Never has been. Doesn't even, there's no point to any of it right now. Everything should be online. Everything should be digital. Literally go to college, get an iPad, all your curriculums on the iPad. There you go. Done. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't get me wrong. I think it's an astronomical price, but you know what? You agreed to it. Yeah. And it's like, so it's ridiculous when people are like, I don't get it. It's like you didn't have clear direction. Why did you go to college? Why do people go to college? I went to college because I knew if I, if well, two was two reasons. Number one, I knew if I stopped, I wouldn't go back. So mm-hmm. I just I needed to get it done and I needed to get it out of the way. Right. Um, statistically, that's the truth. So the yeah. older you are and you say, oh, you know, I'll go back at some point. Huh? I said, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and it's like, no, you won't. And I know. And <laughs> <laughs> but the other the other side of it is, you know, when you go to college, you need to have a, you need to decide what you're going to do. Like, look, I, I went and it's like it drives me crazy to think about the things that I have that are under my belt. And it's like, and I'm sitting here out in this podunk town of people who just, yeah. And I'm just sitting there going, oh, my God, how are you so lazy? How are you so lazy? Right now, if I had a chamber of commerce out here, it would be insane. But I can't do it solo. 
right? I'm working on this thing right now for the company that, I, that I'm in. And when this thing is done, it's going to be insane. And I'm, I was originally thinking, man, I'll open it up in this town. No, I won't. This town is lazy. Yeah. This town is absolutely lazy. I'm going to have to have a little place out in whether it's Dallas or Houston, probably going to be Houston, if I'm going to be honest, you know, wherever area that I'm going to be, I'm going to have a hotel or uh, not a hotel. Mm. I'm going to have a little apartment out there, a little. No, you know, I got a buddy lives down there, so I'm sure I can probably see where his, what the apartments are that he's at um, and get a little place down there and, and just go to stinking town on this crap. But. And I'm going to find a team that does the same thing. And the people out here, nothing. I mean, Jonathan, it was, you know, it was, oh, man, I'm, I'm ready to work, man. I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to just make all this work. Okay, here you go. Go to Swift. Get your license. Come back. Start driving. You'll start making uh, 2500 a week. Literally. Mm-hmm. And what do you do? Went out, got his license, got everything, showed he was together, got on the road. He was on the road for a month. Six weeks. Six weeks. Week six. Oh, my grandma's in the hospital. No, she wasn't. You liar. Absolutely no, you're a liar, liar. I despise the moment somebody lies about it. He just, it got to be too hard work and he wanted to be with his boyfriend. That's where it came down to. And that relationship Gosh, lasted. I forgot about that. Oh yeah, he still follows me on, on everything. Oh yeah, he so, was sweet. Yeah, no, he's great. But then, Scott. but now, yeah, Scotty. Scott. Um, so it's like, but now, you know, what, what, na- what now? You know what he's doing now? Hmm. He's, he's driving a, uh, he's not even driving, no, it's not even a school bus. It's some other bus. He's just driving a bus. It's not even a city bus or anything. So that's all Jonathan's doing. Wow. Yeah. And for whatever reason, Sheila, you stop, Sheila, go away. <laughs> She's fo- she got a new account and started following me. I'm like, "Why are you following me?" She she she's she's got something yeah going on oh yeah no no she no lives for the drama and literally everybody hates her well remember she said the thing that all men want her and i was like oh god no yes like she, she, <laughs> remember when she tried to say he was fat i was like what oh gosh that's right the this pizza girl, yeah we had a make your own pizza night invited them over for dinner because we mm-hmm. were friends at that point this girl is like twice the size of this guy and he's he's chunky yeah, he's, he's but, a little on the bigger side, but he's not like big or anything, mm-hmm. but she's literally twice his size and made his pizza for him so, mm-hmm. so that it would be healthier in her opinion. Yeah. And straight up what she like patted his stomach and called him fat in front of everybody. Yep. Like it was funny. Yeah, which it wasn't, and he's not. And I mean, you know, she's definitely, she's, I don't know why she started following me. I was annoyed that she started following me. I was like, what the heck? And then she got one account that she had, and now she's doing it again, and she's doing all these pics. <laughs> and Bobby was telling me that, you know, yeah, he's seen her at Fox House on karaoke night. I'm like, yeah, that's why I'm not a karaoke night. Cause yeah, which I w- is, like, so frustrating to me. Yeah, because I would love to. Go away. I would love to. Yeah, seriously. You just no, go no. go be somewhere else. Please, please, please. Because like, the thing is, I don't sing I, well. I said it when we stopped being friends with her that if I saw her again, it is on site. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's like At me and Karen both. Yeah. But the way that she acted, mm-hmm. no. If I see her again, it is on site. Yep. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, I I have no objections. I literally don't. I just I'm not going to be able to afford you bail right now. So just remember <laughs> that you just don't make sure you don't do that crap on a Friday. I'll get Dan to do it. <clears throat> so, yeah, <laughs> that'll work. Speaking of Dan, your dog is uh, she's awesome. But boy, she gets stink. Oh, she yeah. she tried yesterday. She tried to hop out of the tub once I scruffed her. Lifted her up, spun her, like literally gave her a 360 loop, put her back down, looked at her, put my hand right on the front of her muzzle, and she just stayed still the entire rest of the bath. Like, okay, you know what? <laughs> like, oh, you hey. Right. That's, that's fair. You're, you're that guy, huh? It's like, oh, yeah, you, you know, that's that's all there is to no, it. She's, so. She is doing better. Mm-hmm. She's been, uh, when I would take her out, she's been sitting for, for the door. Good. Uh more often than not without me telling her the only thing that i have a problem with her right right now when it comes to taking her in and out is that she's still struggling to listen Mm -hmm. to her name and that she tends to she likes to jump up on the door and yeah put her paws up on the door and it's it's annoying (laughs) but she's she's getting better she is she's she's getting and and that's fine because she had absolutely no like we were thinking she was deaf for a little bit like she didn't yeah. even understand her name it was, so it was it was pretty bad she had mm-hmm. absolutely no training and she is a horrible combination i told dan this the other day that she is a horrible combination of stubborn and stupid mm-hmm. and so it is so hard to, to get her to listen and to train her yeah oh yeah no, she's she she's got her uh, own agenda, definitely. Yeah. So like, but yesterday I made sure that she was able to get up with me on my lap, and it was hilarious because she she got up there and Roxy was like, "Wait a second. <laughs> and and Sky was Sky, so she yeah. and I was like, "No, oh, I'm not she gonna is play this such game. a jealous dog. Oh yeah, it's awesome. So, but it yeah, it's really funny. But you know, bottom line is, listen, working brings people together. Laziness drags people apart Mm -hmm. and there's there's nothing i mean we are honestly we see that right now you and i are not as close as we were yeah and we can either fix that or we can lose it all it's like but it's going to be part of it's going to be just making that decision to work together you know we you want to train cali you need my help training cali and it's like okay so let's let's go and let's do it and but you know that's it's with everybody when when somebody who is a, a workhorse and likes to work, see somebody else who is just lazy and has to constantly be told over and over and over again to do the same effing crap that they should have been doing in the first place while the world is falling down around the person that, you know, has supported you for the majority of time, you're absolutely losing the relationship. And the conversations show it. And the, and it's literally not a good situation. It's, it's I'm I'm, you know... I, it's not a good place. It's not a good thing to have, you know, and people just have to get that. It's like people who work hard hate lazy people because mm-hmm. when lazy people make excuses, people who work hard are like, F you get the hell up off your ass and do it. You know, it's like I am literally under orders from my doctor to not work out the way I work out. So you know what I do? Yeah, I do little things. I do little calisthenic things and I, I have good couple of flights of stairs. I don't walk up my stairs. I run up my stairs. I run down my stairs. It's mm-hmm. like I move it and it's like I go in the backyard and look at, you know, I was looking at that big branch today. Yeah, there's no way Anna's taking that thing down alone, but I'm still going to make her think she is. 
So, you know, but it, it is what it is. But but stop talking about not wanting to be lazy. Stop talking about, you know, an opportunity because opportunity is what what happens when you're doing something else. It opportunity doesn't come while you're sitting in your room, sitting on your your games, sitting around watching a bunch of movies and doing nothing else during the prime of day. And then you're like, I don't understand. Yeah, you should. You absolutely Mm -hmm. should. It's like this guy right here gets out of prison after after 10 years. I tell him about getting trucking. What's his response? Holy crap. Thank you, man. Yeah, that is awesome. His his he goes. He goes, wow, thank you, man. I appreciate the advice. And please shoot me the link so I can listen in. You know, that that's that's an ethic. You know, what's not an ethic is all these everybody who's just entitled and lazy and set in their ways. You know what set in your ways means to me? Hmm. It literally means that you were determined to fail. Like Hmm. when I sit there, every business, when I would go marketing and and we'll end it after this, when I would do marketing for somebody, I went before I would offer to do marketing for anybody. And it didn't matter who it was when it came uh, MCI Worldcom, when it was Kmart, when it was PepsiCo for the uh, Western Division um, for, you know, all the different companies that that I did, whether it was mom or pops or any of those. I had to enter. I interviewed those people before I would ever work with them. And you know what I constantly found? It was the people who had a bunch of excuses for not doing the work that failed. And it's like, like I'm on my diet and I am trying every day to push my diet a little bit harder. And it's like, like uh, yesterday, you know what I had to eat yesterday? Hmm. Red beans and rice. That's it. And I made the red beans and rice. Yeah. So I had a complete protein and it's like, and that was it. And I'm still trying. And it's like, my body's like, "Mm, I'm just going to stop right here. Fine, bitch, but I'm going to keep going. You know, and so it's like, so when I see these other people I'm talking to and they're like, yeah, I want to lose weight, but well, then put the candy away. But I like the can. OK, sh- shut up. You don't want to lose weight, you know, and it, and that's the society I feel like we live in. Mm-hmm. Get up. Do it. Today is a new day. It is Thursday. Your week is not almost over. Your week has seven days in it and they are perpetual. OK, so get up, do it. Don't stop and do whatever it takes, you know. For us with Callie, you know, every day we need to be working on her sitting and healing and just walking her. It doesn't matter if you can get up early in the morning or get out, go out late at night with a spray bottle and spray your face or whatever it is. It'll help your knees. You know it. You know, I I need to I want to get Sky out there because I want her I want her to be around as long as I, I want as long as she can be. Yeah. You know, she's you know, she's an old girl. She's not young. So it's like when I think about it, she's, you know, dog ears. She's 77 years old. Yeah. So that's not young. So huh, anyways, with all that said, sorry and enjoy. I hope you enjoyed our rant, <laughs> our rant for the morning. But this is how we're going to wake up today. And uh, with that, you can follow our link tree down in the description and follow everything from there. Do you have my new video up? It's uh, literally called uh, uh, Uniting the, the Divide. So basically about what we can do and just how, you know, childhood things can literally be the things that help us unite the world. So with that said, peace out with your peace out.